Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Tuesday, April the 18th, 2023. It is currently 3.52 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Do you remember this? Are you familiar with this? Now, if you don't remember it, if you're not familiar with it, this may not mean anything to you, but for a lot of people, they are very, very familiar with this. Listen carefully because it's very important for what we're going to be talking about in the next few minutes, all right? Do you remember this? Are you familiar with it? If you are not, Keep listening, because I will explain in just a second. You can be so hurt, you don't know how to pray. You can be in a circumstance in which you're absolutely, totally helpless, you don't know what to ask for. You can be so deeply hurt, the only thing you can do is groan. Oh, God help me. You don't know the answer, you don't know the solution. You don't know what to tell him. And so the truth is, we that that there's groaning in our spirit. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Welcome to In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Sometimes life gets hard suddenly. A relationship is broken. A phone call brings tragic news. Your job ends abruptly. How do you respond to these things? Today, we'll learn how to rely on the Holy Spirit especially when we don't know what to pray. Here's part two of Our Helper in Prayer. Let me ask you a question. Why don't you? Are you familiar with that introduction? Are you familiar with that program? In Touch. In Touch Ministries with Charles Stanley. Now, we've talked about Charles Stanley. We did a lengthy series called, what, 30 Day, 30 Scriptures in 30 Days uh, from a book that I had by Charles Stanley. I have Charles Stanley books everywhere. I mean, I have them in my garage. I have them in my media room, even right here, right here in the studio, uh, across say where the microphone is laying against the wall. I see one. I see two Charles Stanley books right there. Then over here, there's three. There's probably five to six Charles Stanley books right here in the studio. I, I have been listening to Charles Stanley pretty much my whole Christian life. Not only have I been listening to him, I've been reading his books. Not only have I been reading his books, I've watched his television broadcast. Not only have I watched his television broadcast, I was a student in the Charles Stanley Bible Institute. I graduated and have a certificate from the Charles Stanley Bible Institute. I think, uh, I can't remember the the uh, technical name for it. I'd have to go find my diploma, find my certificate that I received from graduating from the school. So I have read, listened, gone to a school that he was in charge of, graduated from that school. I mean, Charles Stanley no matter what I may feel about his theology and no matter how much I may have disagreed at times, I mean, he was a major part of my life as a Christian. I mean, he was one of probably the earliest, earliest, uh, I'm trying to think my first, like, first time I ever saw Christian television. It may have been Charles Stanley. It may have been Charles Stanley, the one preaching. And I have the, well, 
I have the sad news to report that Charles Stanley has died at the age of 90. Charles Stanley, Baptist pastor and televangelist, dies at 90. Uh, here is the story. Uh, Charles Stanley, the popular televangelist preacher, author and founder of InTouch Ministries, who once served as president of the Southern Baptist Convention, died at 90 on Tuesday morning. His death was confirmed in a statement a Tuesday posted uh, to Instagram by In Touch Ministries. Dr. Stanley lived a faithful life of obedience, dedicated to teaching others how to have an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Now he is receiving the joy of his soul, seeing his Savior face to face read the statement. Please join us in praying for the entire Stanley family. Updates regarding memorial arrangements will be posted here at InTouch.org and at CharlesStanley.org. He was born September the 25th, 1932, and he passed away Tuesday, April the 18th, 2023, at the age of 90 years, uh, at the age of 90. Now, obviously, he lived a a long life, and this will be the opportunity, uh, for many, this will be the opportunity to talk about the doctrines that they disagreed with, or or the different things that happened in Charles Stanley life, how he failed this way, or he failed this way, or he made this mistake, or he messed up here, or, okay, I, I don't know if anyone realizes it, no one, none of us get to the end of our lives without some scars and failures and mistake and a whole lot of sin. By no means would I excuse any of um, Look, when I get to the end of my life, it's going to be filled with lots of stories of failure, sin, mess ups and, and all kinds of, of things. And I, and I'm very aware of that. And I make no excuses for my own sin and I don't make any excuses for anyone else's. I don't make excuse for anyone else's failures or their mistakes or, or their whatever. I just know this. As Christians, we live this life and we struggle and we fall. We try to figure out truth. We're, we're studying scripture, trying to understand it, trying our best to preach and teach it correctly, trying our best to to understand it to the best of our ability. And obviously, uh, Charles Stanley came to conclusions about many issues related to doctrine and theology that I 100% reject. I just, I mean, I, 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 there's no... I mean, uh, there's no way to get around that. I, I've criticized a lot of his doctrinal positions. When we looked at, uh, when we did that series on 30 days and 30 scriptures, or 30 scriptures in 30 days, I always forget how I, I actually entitled it. Um, uh, yes, I, I hope folks are wrong about the uh, big uh, big projector playing back my life. Oh, so, so true. Yes, all of us are going to get to the end of our lives, and I hopefully there's not a big projector playing my entire life because it's filled with failure and sin, and so is everyone else. So I'm not here to... to uh, criticize him or attack him in any way, shape, or form. And clearly, I didn't always agree with his doctrine and his theology. I mean, I make no apology for that, because I, doing my best to figure out truth, my best to figure out doctrine, doing my best to figure out theology, um, and I've came to drastically different conclusions than Charles Stanley. Obviously, he accomplished far more than I will ever accomplish, had a far bigger reach than I will ever have. And so, you know, people can sit there and debate, but here's a huge human being creating the image of God who believed in Christ, who has passed away. And there's a lot of things that I, I feel about this. But let me just tell you some stories about my my connection with Charles Stanley. 
Like I said, I think I was a, a very early believer, very early believer. And I, I didn't know much about Christian television. I mean, it didn't take long to realize that that's kind of where charismatics kind of lived and, and breathed and all of the craziness. So most of Christian television, I kind of rejected, but I remember Charles Stanley's teaching. And now it wasn't theologically in depth, but it was, you know, it, it felt like he took the Bible, tried to apply it. Um, his, you know, his, it, it wasn't craziness with people running around, screaming, falling, or falling down, speaking in tongues and all of the other crazy stuff I was seeing on Christian television. He teamed, he seemed to be teaching the Bible. Um, my pa, he, he had been, the president of the Southern Baptist Convention. I can't remember what years he was president. So I became a Christian in a Southern Baptist church. So there, there were those who had great respect for him. And of course, his book started showing up anywhere I looked. So he was just, he was like a very easy thing to access as a young Christian. And so he wasn't, uh, he didn't come on my Christian radio station, but he was on television here or there. And then little by little, when uh, I, you know, I started finding his content and, and started reading and listening a little bit more. And so he was kind of there. He was kind of in the background there for the longest time. As I got older and I got more and more access to his teaching, I started listening and listening and, and I, and I started paying attention about how, you know, kind of like how he structured a sermon. Uh, you know, it was very practical, down to earth, three or four points and how he made his points. And that started having some impact on like, okay, wait, is this the way I'm supposed to do this? How am I supposed to do this? And I do know this, even though I started disagreeing with some of his theological positions relative or early in my Christian life, probably within the first five to six years, I started moving away with some, from some of his positions. Um, his book on eternal security was a major impact on how I started viewing that subject. His book on trying to find God's will literally confused me and baffled me to no end. Um, so, I mean, I can go through all of his different books, but I know this, when my daughters were really, 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 really young, and we were trying to teach them about taking notes in church. And we wanted them to learn to take notes in church more so, not even from like a biblical or theological perspective, just so that they would learn to show respect to the to person speaking. And our view was, it doesn't matter if it's a preacher, it doesn't matter if it's a school teacher, doesn't matter who they are, show respect to someone who's publicly speaking because they're standing in front of you trying to, you don't have to agree with them, but show some respect. And trying to teach them how to do sermon notes for some reason was, you know, it was hard to explain exactly how to do it. So we turned on Charles Stanley on television and, you know, he would put on screen like, you know, Roman numeral one and then the sub points. And it would be, so it was very easy then to listen and kind of start seeing how, see that, that, see right there, that, that was the first point of the sermon. See right there, that was the second point of the sermon. And so in a roundabout way, he was very much responsible for my daughters learning how to take sermon notes. Not that we agreed with the theology, just the presentation was very easy to follow and simple and started giving them some ways and how to structure when listening. So that that is just kind of a, a, a an interesting thing about my connection with him. And then at some point, the, the Charles Stanley Bible Institute uh, was launched and it was a, kind of an online thing. You enrolled, you got access to all of this content, you could buy books, you could get, there was all these, you know, all the curriculum, all the, the resources, all the tools did not charge me a dime. All right. So I, I do massively respect that. And I went through every single course, passed every single test, loved every single bit of it, didn't always agree with it. But once again, 
It was free. He was, he didn't put it behind a paywall. Nothing. I just had to register. And then next thing you know, they give me access. And then I have, I have audio to listen to, video to watch, uh, you know, things to read, tests to take. Uh, now there were some things like I could buy books or buy extra materials to supplement what I was learning, but they put, they made it for, for free. Charles Stanley very early on, um, all of his teaching was right there on a website and you could, and they had, they had that like a massive archive of all of his sermons. Once again, they did not put it behind a paywall. You didn't have to pay a dollar or two dollars to download sermons while some other pastors who had, I would say, far better theology, I was having to pay two dollars per download. Charles Stanley, it was free. I, then not only that, he, they, uh, made it available that uh, every month you could be, you could subscribe and for free get their uh, in touch devotional magazine sent to your mailbox for free. I mean, everything for is free, 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 free. And so now, of yes, he sold books and he sold other things, but there was so much content that they were giving away for free. So once again, that was a big thing for me being in the military at the time, didn't have a lot of money. I, these ministries who would send me free, I mean, I devoured that in touch devotional magazine every month. I devoured it. I didn't always agree with it. I had the thing highlighted, marked up, and then I would be, you know, go do my own studies. I, I may come to the conclusion that I disagree with everything in it, but it gave me scripture every single day. And then, and then after that, after I finished that, I continued to listen and continue to buy his books. And, and, and then, of course, as more and more ministries became available online, obviously, slowly but surely, I started focusing in on listening to things I was more in agreement with, obviously. Uh, but I, I would always, anytime I would buy one of his books, that's, that's the whole reason we did the series on what 30 scriptures in 30 days is because there was that book of his that I could never, I never could get anything out of. I was always frustrated by it. So I, I, I committed myself that I am not going to let, I paid money for this book. I'm going to get something out of it. So I did that entire series just because I wanted to get something out of it. Even though I disagreed with so much of it, it was still fun that um, I made sure that every dime I ever spent on a Charles Stanley book, I tried to make sure I got every every cent, uh, you know, from it. I made sure it was worth every single cent, every single dime, every single quarter, every single dollar. I wanted to make sure I got my money's worth, and I and I always did in some way, shape, or form. Now I did use Charles Stanley sermons. Um, at times to show my church what semi-Pelagianism sounded like, which obviously I 1000% disagree. He obviously wasn't a Calvinist, obviously wasn't reformed. Definitely at times way too much, way too charismatic, at least in too charismatic adjacent for me. I know he was a Southern Baptist, but the whole how to hear from God and what God is telling you thing, I, I, yeah, I had major issues with. Um, of course, he, you know, I didn't always agree with some of his, I think he went on, uh, I can't remember the program on TBN, um, you know, the Trinity Broadcasting Network, which was so charismatic and heretical. He went on some of their programs at times, and I, I wasn't a fan of that. And there, there was just a lot of things there that I wasn't a fan with. Obviously, then obviously his son, Andy Stanley, became massively influential in the world of Christianity. And, uh, you know, you can, you can, we can go through all of that. But Charles Stanley had, for whatever I disagree, put it this way, 
I didn't always agree, but he had a profound impact on my Christian life because every time I listened, I found myself with a Bible open trying to figure out, even though it was made many times to figure out what I believed that was opposite of him, it still got me into scripture. And I, and as bad as Christian television can be, and it can be bad, like, I, you know, I mean, I know Christian television is kind of an outdated thing in 2023, but there was a time Christian television, you know, was, you know, on every cable system, there was that Christian television channel filled with craziness. It was always at least somewhat refreshing to know that hopefully someone, if it's at one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, instead of finding Benny Hinn or Kenneth Copeland or some other craziness, they would find Charles Stanley. And that would be, to me, far better than the other. Uh, and, and that hopefully it would be like a step out of that, uh, of that, uh, I always hoped it would lead them out of the other stuff. Not that I always, I mean, sometimes Charles Stanley to me was too adjacent to that craziness, but at least the presentation was open your Bible. We're going to be in Joshua chapter one. Now, sometimes I don't think he took the text apart enough. I mean, obviously I didn't agree with everything, but, um, he definitely was utilizing, he definitely had the foresight to see television and trying to get ministry on television. He definitely saw Christian radio. Um, and in fact, what's interesting that you may find this interesting. It was Charles Stanley. It was his daily radio program that showed me there's some questionable things going on in Christian radio. Let me explain. Charles Stanley's daily devotional magazine worked in connection with the daily radio program. In other words, you, whatever the daily devotional was on in the magazine, that's what the radio program would be on, which was really cool, right? So I get the new edition, the new issue of the day, uh, of the Charles Stanley daily devotional magazine. I look, I'm like, oh, tomorrow it, he's going to do a two-part series on hell. Whoa. Okay, I'm going to tune in and listen to what he has to say on the subject of hell. I tuned into our local Christian radio station. They aired an old program. And I'm, and so we contact them. I'm like, no, today's episode is on hell. Yeah, we just thought maybe it was too much or it'd be too offensive. So we're not airing it. I'm like, you're not going to air, you're a Christian radio station and you're not going to air a two-part program from one of the ministries that broadcast on your station on, on the subject of hell. It, that's when I realized what is going on here. I would have never have known that without the magazine because the magazine told me, oh, what the devotional was on is what the radio program would be on. I used to love that because I could read the devotional and then listen to the program. And even if I disagreed, it got me something to think about and focus on. But sadly, Tuesday, April the 18th, 2023, Charles Stanley has passed away. And to the person who emailed me, thank you so very much for emailing me and telling me, I completely missed this news. I've been watching the whole coverage about uh, the Dominion, Dominion versus Fox News and Fox News finally settling for like 700 and something million dollars. Uh, crazy that they're paying 700 million dollars to stop the trial from going on. But we could talk all about that. But that's what I was focusing on. And I got an email and I'm like, wait, Charles Stanley died? And it, it immediately hit me. It immediately hit me because of all of my, so much of my Christian life. He was a major, major part of it. Didn't always agree, but he was a major part of it. But it does remind me of this, and I know this is nothing in depth. I know this is nothing profound, 
But I know it's another reminder that I too will die. It should be a reminder to you that you will die. And whatever we're going to do for the kingdom of God, whatever we are going to do to advance the truth of Christianity, whatever we're going to do in preaching, teaching, broadcasting, ministering, whatever we're going to do, there's a date. And I don't know when that date is, but it's going to be called. And when it is, that's going to be the end of your life and it's going to be the end of my life. And here's the sad thing. A year from now, two years from now. I mean, for in some ways, Charles Stanley kind of just slipped. He was, you know, kind of like the the relevant thing within Christianity. And Christianity, it's amazing. It's sad to me how Christianity just moves on, right? Like you're you're the big name, you're the celebrity of the moment, and then the next thing you know, uh, well, oh wait wait wait, we got a new one. Oh no, we got a Mark Driscoll. Oh wait wait, we got we got a new we got a new person, and then everyone runs to the new person, and the old person just kind of gets left behind, and all of their ministry and all of their work is forgotten. And now I don't know what happens to his internet ministry. I don't know what happens to the radio ministry. I don't know if someone will preserve all of the content and keep it going for years and years to come. I hope they do. I hope they keep it going for years and years to come. Not that I agree with everything, just that's uh, his life's work. Or could we could wake up a year from now and it could all be gone. And Charles Stanley will just be an afterthought. Someone who was on the scene for a moment and gone. And, and I never, I never forget. And I never will forget that, I, you know, when I die, nothing stops. The world doesn't stop. The work of God doesn't stop. The truth of God. I, I'm so expendable. I'm, I'm so just here and gone. Like, I'm a nothing. I'm a no one. And you're here and gone. No matter how famous you may be, no matter how popular you may be, you're dead and then everyone moves on. Now, some people live on. And people were, you know, Charles Spurgeon. Some people do find that place in history that people will reference for years and years and years and years and years and years to come. Since Charles Stanley did not write any commentaries on the Bible, I don't believe he wrote any commentaries on the Bible. They probably could go and edit maybe some of his sermons, but they would be very devotional type commentaries, uh, not really any expositional type commentaries. Uh, Typically the ones who, well, Spurgeon lasted mainly because all of his sermons were being printed even while he was alive. So so maybe that's why he, he lasted. It's always interesting to see which individuals may get that place in history that people don't forget and the ones who are forgotten. But, uh, who knows? J. Vernon McGee, you know, passed away many years ago. His 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 radio program and uh, his internet ministry is still going on, and you can you know listen to all J. Vernon McGee. Lester Roloff has passed away, and you know his content now is on the Sermons 2.0 app. So some people, some ministries, they will grab onto the content and keep it going. You know, keep releasing new episodes every day, and and just kind of you know going through the archives and and, and grouping them together. So. Um, we'll see, but I just wanted everyone to know that Charles Stanley has passed away at the age of 90 on April the 18th, 2023. So today, you may want to look up a Charles Stanley sermon, look up In Touch Ministries. You can download the In Touch Ministries app, and it's 24-7, Charles Stanley. They have all of his sermons just on a continuous, you know, like radio station. And uh, you can listen, but uh, yes, Charles Stanley has passed away, and we'll end with just a little bit of this. You pray more than you do. Are you telling me you don't have time? 
There's no such thing. If you said, God, if you just give me a little time, I'd pray. He may lay you out for about two weeks and give you plenty of time to talk with him. It's not a question of not having the time to pray. The question is, do I even think I need it? And do I love him enough? You see, what we miss is this. We have the idea that talking to the Father, talking to God, praying to him, we come to him when we have some need. That's not the issue at all about this. That's not the purpose of it all. Suppose the only time your husband or your wife wanted to talk with you and have anything worth to say is when they need something. You wouldn't call that love. You wouldn't call that intimacy. In fact, you'd call that a very, very poor relationship, which probably wouldn't last. How do you think God feels who has saved you from all your sin, who meets all your needs, who desires the best for you, who's planned the best for you, and the only time you want to talk to him is when you have some need? What about relationship? The Christian life isn't about just getting my needs met. The Christian life is all about a relationship. It's a personal, intimate relationship with God the Father through His Son, Jesus Christ. That's what this is all about. Charles Stanley passed away today, April the 18th, 2023. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. God bless.